<laughs> yeah! What a rocker, man! Queen coming at you, celebrating Pride Month the only way we know how. We're bringing the gay <laughs> rockers in your face! Dude, yeah, I think we celebrated it more than anybody so far. I'm not seeing much pride out there. So give me a little boots-on-the-ground uh, information in the Chi-Town region, man. Are you guys uh, flying the pride flags? Come on, you got the Boys Town, man. That's pride 365 uh, days Town. a year. I'm sure they're going crazy. I'm I... sure they're going crazy. But <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> outside of Boys Town, man, I am not seeing, uh, not seeing much, man. All right. Okay. <clears throat> Good deal. Um, I'm seeing... Not a lot of pride flags myself. A few scattered. I uh, took stock on my last uh, jog around town, and I noticed that uh, I, I actually noticed a lot of American flags, weirdly enough. Hmm. I don't know what happened. It's like they waited till after Memorial Day. Pride Month started, and everyone's like, you know what? I'm going to dust off the old uh, stars and stripes there. <laughs> the old red, white, and blue. <laughs> So you're not getting a lot of the pride. I mean, do you not have a target nearby your house? Uh, are you not you're not seeing the tuck friendly swimwear? Well, I don't really go to Target, but I just haven't seen the flags. I haven't really, you know, I haven't really noticed it. To be honest with you, I haven't noticed it in a lot of the the shows. I don't know. I just don't think there's a lot of people. Uh... Good call. If you watch baseball. Um, you would notice that for one hot second, they did a rainbow-themed baseball MLB icon image. It was on their Twitter page, and I have to imagine they floated it out there for five seconds on some of the live broadcasts. They immediately took it down, and it's back to the original MLB. Oh, that's what I, dude, I mean, like two years ago, it was... Everything was everything was rainbow. Some, every dude, 20, brand, every everything. Twenty twenty, man. It was the year yeah. that everything was in your face. Yeah, and maybe twenty twenty one too. I'll give it that as well, right? Like, I it seemed like that two year combination of time. Uh, it was unrelenting. The minority victimized groups are going to uh, shove it down your face and throat that you must celebrate them at all times, at all costs. Yeah, for sure. Those were intense years. And, and 22. I mean, it was like a good three-year period. This is the, I think now you're finally seeing the wave crest. and Okay, to... good, right? Are we not satisfied? Or what's, you know, what's the take on that, man? This is the pendulum swing, right, that we've been waiting for this whole time, really. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's, a, that's Mike's hot take on the pendulum swing, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's hard to say. Well, you know, only time will tell. But uh, it looks like it's starting to go back to normal, which is good. Cause... Good stuff, indeed. I'll accept it. Um, I got to say, here in Colorado... I didn't go anywhere this weekend, man. It's uh, raining nonstop. Oh, nonstop rain. How is it in Chicago? Uh, it's just hot and dry. That's insanity. It has been raining nonstop, and I want everybody to be reminded of Operation Popeye, which was the uh, operation that our military 
uh, took out on the Vietnamese and, and on, like, I think it was Cambodia as well, where uh, we perfected creating nonstop rain. That's what we got going on here in Colorado. It's, it's been endless rain. We have endless rain forecasted for the rest of the week. It, we have turned into Seattle. Seattle had more sunny days than Denver, Colorado in the month of May. <laughs> it's absolutely unheard of and ridiculous. So you gotta I call your boy uh, Jared. They are terraforming Colorado. Everyone the should be The worst part is you're paying for it with your tax dollars. Well, I don't know what's worse, paying for the cloud seeding and terraforming going on that's pissing me off, or all the trains inclusivity bills and, you know, making sure a black owner who wants to open up a dispensary gets 10 grand compliments of the state. You know, I'm not, I'm not, really, not really sure what pisses me off more. Or the fact that here we are and zero work has been done on the roads. We have all this rain, which infrastructurally, Colorado and Denver in specific, uh, in particular, not equipped to handle this much rainfall. Uh, the flooding has been outrageous. The roads, man, the concrete in the roads are just, you could, I've seen trucks go through a pothole and chunks of the pothole fly into the air. Like, the, the roads are crumbling before our <laughs> like eyes, man. Say, like I've seen semi-trucks go into a pothole never come out. It's insane what's going on. No, there's, you're, I, you could look it up online. It was on YouTube. It's from, like, one of the local news stations here, like Channel 9 Fox News or whatever, and they uh, show a car. It was caught on security footage hitting one of the potholes in Denver, and the car just goes right into the road, essentially. And that's it. It doesn't, doesn't go any further. That's Denver, man. So we're, we're not, like, Chicago's designed for wet humidity. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a, a getting deluged with water for, like, two weeks. I, I remember there are times, especially in the spring and the fall in Chicago, where there's a, just this cloud that hangs over for a month, you know, and it just rains. Oh, uh, we stopped seeing the sun in, like, August. Yeah, exactly. Again. You don't get that action here in the desert plains and region of Colorado, especially on the eastern uh, area except now now apparently over the last year and a half it's just overcast rain and snow record-breaking rain record-breaking snow but don't blame it on human intervention no even though we're doing news articles and gma good morning america segments where we're boasting about all the uh, moisture and rain and snow that we're adding to the clouds and the cloud seeding no, no 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 even though we're bragging about cloud seeding we're not cloud seeding. You guys are crazy. We're not, you know, making it rain when it shouldn't be raining. Except, take a look at this article. We're totally bragging about making it rain when it shouldn't rain. But we're not making it rain. You see what I'm saying? You guys are crazy. If you think we're making it rain, you are a conspiracy nutjob. Theorist, tinfoil hat, goofball, insane moron. That's all oh, I got. That, was my company slogan? Oh, we make it rain. Literally. <laughs> Literally, we make it rain. <laughs> but you are crazy to insinuate for a second that we're making it rain. What's that? You have unprecedented rainfall for June? I want to remind everyone, it's June, uh, what is it today, the 4th? June 4th, it's 51 degrees outside in Denver, Colorado, and it's raining. Uh, 51 it's degrees. 91 and sunny in Chicago. We so. are 30 degrees below average temperature today and yesterday. I think you guys are just sucking up all our moisture because we're not we haven't gotten any rain this year. Well, again, this is why I think everyone should be terrified about what's going on, not just in Colorado, but around the United States. 
If they're terraforming Colorado and they're building massive underground complexes below the swastika that is the Denver International (laughs) Airport, and it seems like all the defense systems and the backup White House also in Colorado, everything seems to be gearing up towards sustaining life in Colorado. So if you're not in Colorado, you best be a little bit worried. You know what I'm saying? Like they're it's not like they're trying to make things green and and replenished and bring in water into your regions like Chicago or New York maybe, right? It's kind of seems like they're pulling all their resources well, to the, the good middle of the about country. Chicago and New York is we got plenty of water. I think you guys are toast. Is what I'm trying to say here, folks. We got this uh, new We got our own water. We don't need it right. <laughs> we got this thing called the uh, Great Lakes. I don't know, man. Something's going on. Something is going on. They're kind of great. So I do want to say, though, I believe in positive energy versus negative energy. I'm a big fan of that. And uh, I've been working on manifesting blue skies and sunshine when I possibly can. And I told told Emma about this a few weeks ago that I, I went down this road. And I shit you not, blue sky, sunshine following me almost every time I go outside. So I'm throwing that out there for people, and then I'm going to follow that energy rant up with, uh, before the podcast, I was drinking a little coffee, jamming a little guitar, and I was just blown away by the rain. I was thinking about Forrest Gump, you know, when he's in Vietnam, and he talks about how somebody, like, turned on the rain, and it, like, didn't stop, uh, which goes back to Operation Popeye, but, uh, so I decided to play this first song that came to my mind and it was who'll stop the rain by ccr and i jammed it for a little bit on on the gitter and i turned around the rain stopped wow and now we've started the show the rain it's back on baby oh wow so folks you serenaded the rain god. I did my own rain dance, <laughs> rain song. Exactly. Folks, play wow. into the energy. Bring a little positivity. Or use whatever's around you as your power source. That's all I'm saying for that. I'll, I'll, I'll stop my ranting on the chemtrailing, even though we're being systematically poisoned and controlled and destroyed by the governments. People, look out. Uh, uh, sounds like things are pretty crazy out there. Uh, Want to hear what we're talking about over here? Yes, please. I almost missed work because I had to find this clip after hearing it in the morning on the morning news. Mike, are you are you going to open the show by dropping a clip? I'm dropping a clip out of you because this fucking blew my mind, dude. I literally had to stop. Dude, I'm watching the news in the morning, <laughs> yes. right? I, I just took my morning hit. You know what I mean? I'm drinking a Red Bull while I'm fucking getting ready. I, I'm not paying attention to the news. Give me the weather. Give me the traffic. That's all I need. Right? Oh, yeah. So for something to catch me so off guard that I literally stopped what I'm I was almost late for work because I had to stop what I was doing, (laughs) replay it, and then listen to it. I had to listen to it again and then download it so that I would have it for the show so you could hear this. Yes. This is is June. I believe this was Friday, June 2nd, 2023, Frank. Remember that, right? Very excited for this. Are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. Millions of federal student loan holders will be ordered to resume paying their loans. But in an ironic twist, the government agency tasked with sending them the bill. Did you catch that? Uh, what? <laughs> they, had, they still aren't paying their student loans. Uh, how do you get away with that? I don't understand. Are you, are they not 
they're going they're, after the, people. The, no, no, it, it still hasn't been ordered for them to resume. Let's let the clip play out. This is amazing. This is fu this couldn't be more amazing. Crying poor, Madeline Rivera reports from Washington. The last three years have been a relief for Mayo Sanko without the burden of having to pay her three student years. loans. I've had uh, more comfort in terms of uh, my bottom line, um, for sure. But the pandemic... <laughs> Frank, if I cut off your mortgage payment for three years, will that give you some breathing room? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you fuck... Pause on student loan payments is set to end around late August, posing a challenge for Sanko. And if you think about um, inflation and how it's been persistent, um, my costs aren't going down. And the department. Neither is no anybody else. Congress last year refused a White House request for more money to the federal office that oversees the student loan system, which could make its job of notifying millions of borrowers to resume paying their bills a lot harder. Well, what that means for borrowers is essentially that they could experience longer wait times, uh, not be able to get in contact with the people that they need to. The Education Department says it will continue to, quote, work closely with servicers to prioritize providing quality customer service to borrowers. But they're urging Congress to fund the president's 2024 budget request to provide them with additional resources. Still, some critics are skeptical of the agency's need for more this money. Good. But it doesn't necessitate a huge infusion of cash. It requires going back to what they used to do and doing it again. Republican lawmakers are also wary that any extra funds could be used for the president's student debt cancellation plan. <laughs> what? Okay. So, so let me break that down for you. I don't know if you caught that there. There's an office whose whole job is to make sure these people are paying their student loans. That's right. They haven't done anything for three years because nobody's been forced to pay their fucking student loans for three years, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Now they're being forced to go back to work. Not today. Not tomorrow. That's right. Poss possibly in August. <laughs> this is fucking insane. Possibly in August, they're going to be forced to go back to work and they're saying, well, we don't know if we can do it now. They, that's what that guy was literally saying is all, the, all we're asking you to do is go back to doing the job you were doing before the pandemic. Like, just do your fucking job. They're like the teachers union. Oh, they're even worse. They don't want to go back. <laughs> I freak they can't. They're going to try. These are, you're talking about the guys. We're talking about the people who are in charge of collecting these debts. Dude, this is just a department of people whose job it is to advise the, uh, the, the debt holders that they have to resume payments. All right, man. Well, this is why we're wasting money and why the <laughs> government doesn't care when they're like, yeah, let's cut another $1.2 billion check for Ukraine. Nobody cares about it because we're just wasting money here at home anyways. There's too many agencies, man. What do you got? What are you guys doing here? What is going on? In August? We're not having to pay back loans until August? <laughs> Can we get a presidential candidate to run on defund the government? <laughs> yeah, dude. En Too many agencies. Enough of the defund the police. Can we defund the government? All right? Defund I, Washington, I, man. I want a president who says, okay, the day I take <laughs> office, the minute I fucking take my hand off that Bible, Every agency is 100% defunded. Wow. You all have to come in one at, t at a time and justify your budget. It's incredible. It's incredible how just bloated everything is financially. We're just wasting money. 
on a federal level, and then on local levels, nothing is happening locally. Take a look around in your neighborhoods, outside of, let's say, people who live in Florida. You know, like, it, yeah. nothing is being done. I, I harp daily on the roads. I travel a lot on these roads. I'm not kidding, man. Every other day, I have to detour because there's construction on roads going... there. They're doing construction on roads that almost nobody uses. And I'm using these roads because there's so much heavy traffic on roads that everyone is using. But they've done nothing to fix those roads. Yeah. So they're fixing side roads. They have put no energy, no labor, nothing towards fixing the highways. Nothing. They are crumbling in real time. You know what got me about Florida is we were cruising down these highways and they were clearly expanding the roadway systems. They were adding lanes. They're not even adding lanes in Colorado. They're not even fixing the lanes that exist. They're just letting those holes get larger and people are just having to get more creative to drive around these enormous potholes. That is infrastructure no, That's in what Colorado. killed me about Florida is the no pot. Dude, we went through a place that had just gotten hit by a hurricane and we were not hitting potholes. I can't get over the potholes, man. It's a, I'm becoming yeah. more obsessed with that than the fucking chemtrails because, the well, I'm nearly dying on a daily basis trying to save my own life and everybody else's around these potholes. Well, and you double like, fucked me. You guys inflated everything. You got rid of the chips. Now every car I fucking buy is fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000. And I'm popping tires that cost a fucking at twelve hundred a pop. Actually, I have to. I have two slow leaks and two tires on the same side, and <laughs> I'm not kidding. I narrowed it down to this one section where I exit every day off the highway to get home. And Emma like thinks I'm a nut job by waiting till the last minute to get onto this exit, and I do it every time because they have these gigantic potholes on the exit ramp. Yeah. leading up to oh, it yeah. and you hit them every single time and after a while i'm like why do i have two slow leaks on my two right tires oh that's right yeah. i'm nailing the same goddamn gigantic potholes on the same road twice a day this is absolutely ridiculous uh, it's hilarious on one of our highways there's i think it's 55 or 57 there's a pothole so big you can see the you hit the rebar and that's what pops your tire oh my god <laughs> <laughs> this just wasn't a thing when we were growing up you know, like, I, I was driving uh, 20 years ago, and this just wasn't what we had to deal with on the road. We used to have to deal with, oh, damn it, we have to all drive on one side on one lane because they're repaving all the other lanes. That used to be a thing. I just yeah, don't see dude, that happening Chicago anymore. used to have construction season. Yes, that's what and, I'm saying. And, and then after that season, the roads were open. Now it's just fucking year-round. All the highways are closed. I just would love to be pissed at traffic because they're repaving I-25. Do me that favor one day, and I'll be fucking satisfied. Uh, or expanding it. Anything. Yeah, yeah Anything. if you're going to shut down the Kennedy for five years, at least expand, expand it. it. Give me one extra Baby. lane. Do something. One extra lane. <laughs> Give me some new lines. Paint something. I don't know. Just fucking show <laughs> me that my taxes are paying for something, for God's sake. Like, I see These guys nothing. are chipping out two inches of concrete <laughs> from every bridge and then repaving it. It's going to cost us $100 million and take five years. No expansion? I'm losing my mind here, man. I just want to see something being fixed anywhere. If I could see that. But, Frank, good news is our governments are focusing on the right thing. We're helping the student loan bar borrowers, Frank. <laughs> After we take care of those fucking rich snobs, we're going to go help the trannies. They're never going to get their student loan debt forgiveness. It's illegal. 
Uh, I believe it's unconstitutional. I think it was in that deal. Nobody. I no, they stripped it out of the deal. Oh, uh, I thought they passed. It. No, that's why everyone's up in arms. I almost clipped it. Amy Goodman had a, like a mini meltdown on her show over it. <laughs> Can't she had a stroke, but nobody noticed. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Half of her face always paralyzed. It's really bizarre. <laughs> but happen man it's again it's uh hey i'm running for class president and uh every day we're gonna eat pizza for lunch how funny is that though you're gonna have to start your payments before you get the relief and it took three dude three years of not paying your loan it's insane what people thought man people are just so dumb and they're so gullible and they for some reason believe the government is there to help you and they're not. You know, Ronald Reagan famously said the scariest words you could ever hear yes. are, we're from the government and we're here to help. You should be yes. frightened of that moment. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you just see that thing between AOC and, uh, I forget what the other guys Ooh, no, no but I am excited. I love anything AOC. Uh, it was just really great. Where he, he, she was just talking about how we're not helping, we're not helping. And he just went out there and said, like, I don't want the government to help me in anything of my life. Yes. You know, I want them to get out of my way. Yes. It's like, yes. People who are actually trying, we just want the government to get out of the way. And all you people who are sitting there waiting for handouts, good luck. <laughs> and if you don't understand why people like us are furious over the constant increase in taxation, it's because we are not seeing the physical manifestation of these payments into the government. We are quite literally seeing our uh, money being stolen from us and sent to Ukraine. Oh, dude, and I, have, I haven't... The only reason I don't have a clip is because I couldn't find a credible, credible source. But right now, there's a lot of videos emerging from Mexico, from Central South America. Our arms that we're sending to Ukraine is being sold on the black market. I would not doubt that for a second, only because I came across the most insane clip I have found in a long time. Compliments of CNN... I'm sure you have seen it on the docket, potentially. Uh, in Mexico, they found several duffel bags, human remains. Investigators say at least 45 people. bags were <laughs> found that? containing human... What's that? <laughs> only 40 people. Oh, yeah, sorry, only 40 people. Yeah. <laughs> ...remains outside Guadalajara, Mexico. Some of the bags had broken open. All the bags that we found are closed and obviously taped, packed. We found some segments on the precipice, ravine, that we believe that when they were placed or thrown there, some bags must have torn. And that's how we found some segments. In a preliminary manner, we can say that there are female and male bodies, but we need to wait for the Institute to confirm. Officials say the bodies appear to match the physical characteristics of some of the seven missing employees of a call center in Guadalajara. But it's unclear how many victims there are. Missing since late May, their family members... This is insane, right? Am I uh, the only oh, person yeah. who thinks this is the craziest story ever? ...have demanded police investigate their disappearances. Abby! Amiga! 
We want them alive and well, say family members, as they marched in the streets before the discovery of the bodies, calling on Mexican officials to do more. The families say their relatives went to work like any normal day, but then their phones went dark. At 2.50 p.m., my messages and calls didn't go through. It was only voicemail and the phone was off. After that, there was no more communication with him. Mexican officials say their investigation has uncovered alleged criminal activity at the call center, but they have not said if there are any suspects behind the killings. The first indicators are it involves people carrying out some kind of real estate fraud and some kind of telephone extortions. The sad reality is disappearances and brutal mass killings happen all too often in Mexico, where tens of thousands of people, according to human rights groups, are believed to have been murdered and buried in unmarked graves. Damn. Just in Jalisco yeah. State, where this latest massacre took place, 1,500 bodies have been found since 2019, according to prosecutors there. <laughs> and throughout Mexico, more than 110,000 people are missing. And while this latest grisly massacre has generated more headlines and outrage than is usually the case, there are no guarantees family members will receive justice. Did you say 110,000 people? Oh, missing? dude, that's a lot. Dude, and we want to just be like, yeah, yeah, the border's open. No problem. These guys can... You know, Mike, I hear they're not bringing their best. You know? Uh, America's the worst. We got, <laughs> we got a tranny that showed up at school. You got control. No, dude, this is crazy. I feel bad for those families. Remember the... Um, it's a long time ago, but remember when it was like, the the bus of 40-something teachers that went missing. Wow, yeah, man. Remember, like, Democracy Now!, they followed that case for, like, three years. That's and right. And then it just, nobody ever found the bodies. They found, they found a fire pit where, within the ashes, they found, like, a finger of one of the guys. <laughs> oh, no! Yeah, dude, in the ashes. Oh, it, that man. was like all they ever found of those students and teachers. Like, no, that's so gross, no, that's, dude. That's what it was. They were college students, like from very remote cities, very remote areas. <clears throat> they were like would gather them up, bring them to the city for this program, so then they could go back to their neighborhoods and teach. And uh, yeah, the cartel just they took over that busload, and damn, you know, never never know what happened to them. They yeah. What do they do? Is it just, uh, we're going to just murder them? Is it a massacre kind of thing? They just, we're talking like uh, some people go into slavery, human trafficking, right? It's got to be some element of that. I think I it just know. depends what happens. Sometimes I think there's a case of uh, mistaken identity, you know? Oh, but, you know, they're just killing, just doing some killing. Uh, maybe, yeah, and then once you kill one, fuck, now you got to kill them you all. You got all those witnesses, right? Witnesses, you know? Oh man, yeah, that's scary stuff. Uh, I find it interesting that people, especially here in America, are so easygoing about like going to Mexico and vacationing there. There's a lot of crazy shit going on. It's pretty lawless for the most part. I get that the resorts are a bit off, right? The beaten path from these uh, what drug cartel areas, but. Still, man, all the time, these people vacationing go missing and all this stuff like, uh, what's with people still being all, all down with going to Mexico? It seems like kind of maybe a pretty yeah. scary place to go. Like, I don't know. I would think twice about vacationing down there, honestly. Yeah, but where are you going to go? I mean, 
That's why I always say I don't need a passport, man. I'm not leaving America. Yeah, you're you're big on this. You have been for a while. <laughs> I the, think it's the best place on earth, man. Where are you gonna go? <laughs> well, you could easily be um, kidnapped by a cartel here in America. I'm sure, right? Yeah, awesome. but at least they're gonna speak English. <laughs> That's right. You know, I want to be kidnapped by somebody I can talk to. I guess our cartels here, mafia, mafioso, right? The Italians, and uh, then we also have, what, the MI6 gangs out in California, I believe? Yeah, plus when our cartels kidnap you, half of them are feds, so you know you're at least going to get some rights. That, a good call. Also, yeah, no. the other half of the time, it's uh, someone in the Biden family. <laughs> Typically Hunter. Would be my guess. Did, did you see? That's just if there's a cocaine deal. <laughs> Dude, all over uh, Twitter this weekend, man. Wowza. Just endless Hunter Biden stuff about how, like, all this data is out there now. And Well, they released the photos. Yeah, and apparently there's some racy stuff in there where he's with some incredibly underaged kids, I believe. And hey, uh, sounds like. Not a good look. I was seeing somewhere there's uh, some photographs of him getting down and dirty with um, his niece or something like that. Bo's Daughter? Kid? Yeah. No, he fucked the mom, the sister, and the daughter. He's a sister-mother lover. Oh, yeah. Sister-mother-daughter? Mother, Whoa. Oh, man, this guy's a he, freak. Didn't he fuck, her, he fuck the sister, too, right, of the widow? So he banged the uh, widow of Bo, then he bangs the right. sister of the widow, and then he goes and bangs the daughter. Man, this guy's a creep. Wow. This all sounds kind of fake. What's up with these women, dude? Hey, he's not even like... If it was George Clooney, I'd be like, all right, I get it. <laughs> but this is like a, a crackhead George. Yeah, right. Know? If uh, Brad Pitt banged... Angelina Jolie, her sister, and then Angelina's daughter from another marriage. I probably wouldn't bat an eye, actually. I'd be like, well, props to you, man. Yeah, I get it. Classic Brad Pitt, if you ask me, man. <laughs> if it was Leo, no problem. That's right. I get it. <laughs> I'd only have I get it. <laughs> you <laughs> fucked the mom till she was 30, and then you had a, yeah, <laughs> left her. Waited a couple of years, hit up the daughter. <laughs> You do the mom, the younger sister, then you do the daughter. You go down the age bracket. For Leo, I, I get you. it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, good call, man. What's what's with these uh, women tied into the Biden family? It must be some sort of power domineering. Like out of everybody walking around D.C. that is definitely on crack, this is the only guy in D.C. that looks like he's on crack. <laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? You have to imagine behind the scenes. On some level, Biden, Hunter Biden, and Joe have, were wielding some high level of power, man. I mean, Joe was vice president for eight years during Obama's reign, and Obama and him together, they kind of pulled some shit on America, no doubt about it. So, yeah, but that doesn't mean Hunter's powerful, you know? My dad set up networks. I can't. I can barely set up my Wi-Fi. Yeah, I know, but maybe with power, you get the money, you get the uh, the say, you get the jobs, um, you know, the connections, and then you, uh, as in Hunter's story, that's when you get the crack, 
and the prostitutes that are underage from China and Russia and potentially dabble in a little Malia Obama. And if you're feeling saucy, get a little uh, action from your uh, <laughs> from your brother's <laughs> daughter. Right? That's so gross. <laughs> and while you're doing all these things, take copious amounts of photographs and videos and uh, load <laughs> them up on multiple laptops and then scatter these laptops across the world. This guy's a genius. <laughs> it's insane, dude. You really, you literally couldn't make that. If you took this story to Hollywood 10 years ago, it would have been like, this is stupid. Nobody's going to believe this. But when it comes to Biden and the Biden crime family and the trove of Hunter Biden documents that was released over the weekend, we can only talk about one thing, Mike. There's another headline coming out of the White House. The president tripping and falling at event yesterday. It looked pretty serious. What more do you know? Well, we'll show it to you. The president returned home from Colorado last night. He actually even jogged a little bit into the residence. Aides say he's doing just fine. And there is the moment after shaking hands with hundreds of graduates at the Air Force Academy. The White House says the president tripped over a sandbag that was holding down his teleprompter on the stage there. As you see, he was quickly helped up by Secret Service. But his Republican critics, including the former president, Donald Trump, they were quick to pounce. That's a lie! The fall is drawing some extra scrutiny, of course, because of voters' concerns about the president's age. At 80, he is the oldest president ever to serve. But the president was in good spirits last night. He joked about it with reporters, saying he got sandbagged. Savannah? Mm-hmm. All right, Peter. All right. Uh, I know this is old news, if you will, because it happened mm-hmm. a few days ago. And we did cover it in real time on the show we didn't get any news clips per se because it was such a fresh moment uh at the time of recording however this guy just lied bold-faced in this clip right here uh because we played instead of a news clip trump actually responding in real He's time at the air force academy he actually fell down well i hope he wasn't hurt i hope he wasn't hurt but it's the whole thing is look. The whole thing is crazy. You got to be careful about that. You got to be careful about that because you don't you don't want that. Even if you have to tiptoe down a ramp, you got to. T- <laughs> I love that yes. shit. Dude. Yeah. So yeah, how is that him pouncing on no, Joe Biden? Exactly. What a fucking that was lie. him pouncing. What a bold-faced fucking lie. You know what that sounded like to me? That sounded like to me like an old man who understands the trials and tribulations of another old man. Running running the country. Yes. He was sympathetic. Yes. You know? What a humble response. Are you kidding me? That's the, that we covered it immediately. Wow. It's the opposite of pouncing. There's literally the opposite of pouncing. <laughs> he made fun of himself. He made fun, he brought the attention <laughs> onto him in a time where he was mocked. Like this is why Come I, on, man. I gotta say this is why I really enjoy sometimes doing the show is because in real time we clipped Trump in his real response in the moment that it happened and what was his immediate uh you know choice. He just made fun of himself. It was self-deprecating, all right. Wow. 24 hours later, here goes NBC. Oh, you know who was quick to pounce was the ex-former president. Blah, blah, blah. No, he didn't. He actually just made he fun didn't. of himself. You guys are total fucking liars. And nobody's going to research it because everybody who watches MSNBC is sitting at home and they're like, oh, of course he did. Oh, that's what I expect out of that dirtbag Trump. You know, like this is exactly the world we live in now. You can just say lies on live TV. I know. And it doesn't I, even you know, matter. You know, you know what? 
What kills me about that is I literally heard nobody pounce on Joe Biden. All right-wing media. I got sick of them talking about it. All they were talking about is you guys, the left-wing media, spent all this time talking about how Joe Biden isn't senile. He's a he's a he's a, he's a spry old. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He's fine. He's just like a young well, man. Did you hear that clip? He he even jogged into the White House when he ran. He jogged into the White <laughs> but now he tripped and fell. Oh, you can't make fun of him. <laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? Did you see the pictures of his shoes? By the way. What no? He's got like, and the only way I can describe them is like rubber horseshoes on his heels. Oh, they're old man shoes. Yeah, dude, he can't balance. Like you can tell when he's walking, he's like. But anyway, that that's what killed the right wing media. All they really talked about in this situation was how the left wing media was covering it, because it was t- it's it's it shows how weak our president is. When the entire mass media just goes right onto the defensive and like, oh, you can't make fun. It was a sandbag. It was a sandbag. Yeah, I don't, I don't care what he tripped over. It was the fact that he tripped, fell. It took him way too long to get up. It took way too many people to help him get up. Yeah. Yeah, he looked like a feeble old man who fell, and he looks too old for the job. And whether you vote for him or not, you cannot tell me. Your heart didn't stop. When he every time when he fell off the bike, when he trips over the sandbag, the only thing you're you can think of is oh my god, the camel's president. It's not just that too. <laughs> yeah. the The president is, um, for lack of a better word, the uh, he's an actor and he's on the stage to represent America and uh, you know act and be the best representation possible for America. People don't like Trump, I get it, but for people on the other side, Trump represented strength. And America first, and, you know, it was very, you know, he represented patriotism, which is something uh, Obama kind of was all about the race baiting and victimization and, you know, bringing up the minorities in America. Uh, Biden, if you take a look at the image of him being helped off the ground, he is being representative of the fall of America. Yeah, for sure. An image after image of this man falling, could it not represent more what he has done to this country or what his administration represents, which is America falling, America crumbling, America dissolving? Like this man, this image of him on the ground being helped up, that is America right there, folks. That's what we look like on an international scale. Yeah. We're embarrassing. We're feeble. We're weak. We really are. That's what we look like. So do you want to look like that heading into the next election? Or do you want to be the guy who's banging porn stars, pumping his fists in the air, playing golf, <laughs> getting a good tan on, having a good time? <laughs> look, you may hate Trump and think he's a filthy, disgusting blowhard, but he's not falling over and looking feeble and weak. Yeah, that's a good call. He's running off that helicopter, charging at the press and screaming at them. <laughs> That's the that's the image. I I swear to God, that's my image of Trump's entire presidency. He gets off that fucking helicopter and he just starts arguing for for an hour with the press on the lawn. It was every day with that man. Did you see on that news clip how they had to tell you what Joe Biden's response was? They didn't show it exactly because it was clearly like they spent the whole plane ride figuring out what he was going to say, 
And yes. then he gets off. He does like this stupid little that stupid little jog that he does to show that show that he's not old. Oh, they put on the, the aviators, right? Aviator <laughs> Joe. He's like, I got sandbagged. <laughs> I just want to, I like having at my fingertips the availability to show people, look, they're lying to you, and here's the proof. Just, and something so stupid. You don't need to lie to us here, man. You don't need to create this fictitious narrative where, oh, Trump pounced on the guy for falling, because he didn't. We have the clip, actually. We have the real-time clip of the man's response and reaction. And he didn't pounce. He, in fact, made fun of himself. So what say you, NBC? Are you state media or are you not state media? Donald Trump, he's fucking porn stars half his age. He's not pouncing at anything, okay? It's only something you f***ing on the left, dude. (laughs) Pounce. He's a real man. (laughs) I mean, it's just, uh, I just find that very humorous that when it comes to our media, the state media, the legacy media, they will lie to you about something so teeny as Trump's response to Biden falling on the stage. So if they're willing yeah. to go to the length of lying to you about Trump's response to Biden falling, what else are they lying to you about, man? It means they're lying to you about everything. Every piece of information that comes your way is a lie. Well, it's just geared to make you think away. It's state media, and it's made to manipulate yeah. your thoughts. That's the bottom For line sure. here. Be- again. And, and they literally only, a I, try, I can't get this through to the, like, the people we love. I don't watch Fox News. Just because I don't agree with you doesn't mean I watch Fox News. Mm. You just think <laughs> that because you watch MSNBC and... <clears throat> the mainstream media is left wing. They allow Fox News to exist so they have something to talk about. Oh, they need yes. an enemy to talk about. Go, That's Fox News. <laughs> go to msnbc.com. I could guarantee you one of the top five headlines on the main page is something about either Fox News or Trump or DeSantis. No, if, it's all, that's all it if is. If not all three. That's all it is. You won't believe what they said on Fox News. Like, okay. Well, I, I'm just saying, it's the truth. You know it. MSNBC is the yeah. biggest culprit of we're, they're there just to report on Fox News and Tucker Carlson. Now he's gone. So uh, they have one other enemy, and we're leading perfectly into it. There is a uh, pride backlash going on through conservative media. They are anti-Target, anti-Bud Light, I believe now Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A is uh, on there. Um, so, <clears throat> No, I thought Chick-fil-A hated gays. I don't know what's going on, but uh, they're now, everybody's in the crosshairs of <laughs> Republicans. Folks, dial it back, people. You are entering cancel culture territory, in my opinion. You really are. Yeah. All right? It, now it's like both sides are canceling. We need someone to represent the middle here. Please. Can we- well, even, <laughs> even that, they're lying about it, man. Dude. Well, I, I, you say what you want about Bud Light, but Anheuser Busch, the stock, 
It's gone down a little bit. But All right, it's well, still up from when I bought it. So uh, with Fox losing Tucker, and it's becoming more apparent, I think. They didn't all, lose Tucker. They got they rid got of rid Tucker, of Sorry. which right there tells you their controlled opposition. <laughs> Absolutely. they didn't want Tucker talking about right. Jan 6 or anything like that. So right, they put um, Hannity, the fucking puppet. Hannity you know? literally wears a pin. You could look this up. He has two pins. One is the FBI and the other is the CIA. I shit you not. The guy, like, yeah, he's he couldn't so, be more of a puppet. He works so much within these alphabet agencies that he's wearing the pin, for God's sake, on his lapel. <laughs> like, you can't be more representative. He's, he's so deep, he kicked open the door to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. <laughs> Gretchen, Gretchen, Gretchen Whitmer. I can't say it. Whitmer. Gretchen Whitmer. Whitmer. Gretchen. So, uh, <laughs> they need a new boogeyman, and you've called this. And I think you're right on the money. The Daily Wire is the new Fox News. And so there is a pride backlash going on. And so the mainstream legacy media now is reporting, as they only do now, they're just reporting on the right, on what the right reports. It's so, we're in the weirdest timeline. So here we go. This is the pride. Here we go. I love this. This is fantastic. Here we've got pride. The left is now, re- no, we're at a point where, dude, I literally will hear a story about <laughs> the, the left is reporting on the outrage coming from the right about the left story. I know. So it's like yes. the left, like five, you know, like MSNBC writes a story. Daily Wire is outraged by it. So now they're talking about the outrage Daily Wire has about their story. It's like, dude, can we get some fucking real news here? <laughs> That's exactly it. You just nailed it on the head, and this is what we're about to listen to. So we're gonna listen to. I think I can't remember who I got this from. I think this is like NBC reporting on. Uh, the Daily Wire's outrage about the way they're doing pride. <laughs> As thousands flock to Florida for this first full weekend of Pride Month, for some this year, it's a... Whoa, whoa, stop right there. Why are they going to Florida? You can't even say gay. That's why they're going, Mike. Come on, man. It's an act of defiance in the face of what many... Did you catch it, dude? (laughs) You didn't catch it. We'll start from the top. As thousands flock to Florida for this first full weekend of Pride Month, for some this year, it's as much a celebration as an act of defiance in the face of what many see as a growing tide of anti-LGBTQ rhetoric and legislation. I am here to show support and love for the community because it's very important right now. In Central Florida, many are filling the streets for the annual Gay Days celebration, a days-long, decades-old tradition that includes a day at Disney World. It comes as the House of Mouse is locked in a fierce battle with Florida governor and Republican presidential candidate Ron DeSantis over the company's opposition to the state's so-called don't say gay law. The law bans teachers from discussing sexual orientation and gender identity in the... Say gay. Where's uh, Ron Perlman at? Sir, Ron. Say gay. He's in the bed next to Jamie with a stroke. Say gay. Raid, with some lawmakers pushing to expand it all the way through high school. I'm sorry, but pride and toddler don't belong in the same sentence. It all comes at the start of a particularly contentious Pride Month, with major brands coming under attack after showing support for gay rights. Hi. Impressive carrying skills, right? Anheuser-Busch stock is down more than 20% after backlash from its Bud Light partnership with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. And Target employees have faced repeated threats over pride displays in stores as caught on videos that have recently gone viral on social media. Look, you even have a 
the devil's shirt on you. Okay. North Face and Coles are also facing calls for boycotts from the right over their support for gay rights, with Chick-fil-A also under fire for hiring an executive in charge of diversity. And this is only going to go bigger and get deeper as we continue. So now is the perfect time for CEOs and companies to really stand their ground. But some right-wing media outlets say the backlash does not go far enough. Pride flag symbol, we need to make that toxic. We need to have... It's, uh, this is Michael Knowles, they're showing. Oh, yeah. God, get yeah. out of here, Michael. They're showing... They're show Christ. But come on, this is mainstream news now. They're showing a clip to show the other side. It's no more Tucker. It's no more He's Fox got 3,000 followers, <laughs> well, Nobody is listening to him. But look what they're doing. They're making him one of the faces. They're making the Daily Wire the organization now that is the, the other side, the controlled opposition, Mike. Enough. Pride, flag symbol. We need to make that toxic. We need to have companies think twice about it. And on the presidential campaign trail, LGBTQ issues are taking center stage. Republican candidate Nikki Haley said this about Florida's controversial law. I'm sorry, I don't think that goes far enough. All of it leading to an unprecedented Pride Month. Yeah, unprecedented Pride Month. We're only four days in, folks. We have a long way to go. It's a long month, man. It's not like the blacks where we only gave them 28 days. <laughs> This one's a full 30. <laughs> Dirty 30, you know? <laughs> it's it's a long month indeed. Ah, right, you guys want a month? Yeah, we'll give you February. Can only pull that trick once, you know? <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, I, I'm just, uh, once again, I, I'm completely floored by, you know... What's going on? The way the media is treating this whole—it's—it's mo it's kind of obscene, right? So, uh, well, how—that's what I mean. Like, how much backlash is there that you had to go? You had to dig so deep as to go get a podcast from Michael Knowles. Like, dude, uh, right, come on. So, in the Westward, which is a uh, publication in Denver, they—they uh, they have an article. It's uh, twenty ways to celebrate Pride Month in twenty twenty-three. Right. And uh, I'm just going to give a little synopsis here. I think we got a little time in this episode still. So uh, let's see here. Was butt-fucking on that <laughs> list? <laughs> I just want to see if you catch a... Uh, I want to see if you catch the trend here. All right. So Saturday, uh, down at Stir Events, you can do cooking with queens and kings, right? And uh, here, um, let's see here. Uh, this Pride uh, cooking class will teach participants how to make a bunch of different dishes uh enjoy drag performances from some of denver's best including talia tucker lahore uh <laughs> dean dazzle minor misdemeanor and coco bardo wow all right that's uh that's what you could you could have done yesterday well, uh missed out on that one Dang. so uh also yesterday at the garden uh at left hand brewery in longmont uh you could have done the uh brews for drew uh, which is some sort of memorial event, and it was hosted by Jessica Lahore. Uh, it was an outdoor event that included <laughs> drag performances from La La Queen, Lulu All Night, Chris Agana, and uh, Freya Rose. Uh, so I, I missed out on that one, but today, if uh, you're available this afternoon, uh, <laughs> there's so much going on. So uh, 
I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> what is with all the drag? Friday, if you want to go to a ball game, you can go check out the uh, Rockies Pride Night, of course. Uh, baseball's big on that. Uh, yes, I think you're catching on to my drift here of what's going on. So uh, <laughs> there's another one. Uh, let's see here if I can find it down below. I might have run out of space here. But either way, uh, throughout the month, everything is drag. Everything. I can't figure out what has kind of bothered me lately about all this stuff with uh, Pride Month. And I, f- I figured it out reading through this Westward article. Because <clears throat> there's even like a, they call it like Dykes on Denver or something like that. And it's this like lesbian thing that ends with a, a drag performance. All right. So you have, mm. a, you have a specific lesbian event that ends with a drag performance. Everything has a drag performance now that is Pride based. And the one thing that I realized that's missing is gays. Yeah, I was about to say. like And lesbians. Remember, like, the whole gay argument was that, like, they wanted to be treated like equals. They want to get married. They want to have families. Not just dress like men or men just like women and do crazy strip shows. I'm not kidding. Know. Everybody, go take a look locally what's going on at your Pride events. Everybody everywhere is having Pride month-long Pride events, you could probably find the Pride calendar of events in your local newspaper and check it out. It's disturbing. I would argue 80% of what I read in this article of the events had some drag performance involved. I didn't get to some of the more disturbing ones. Uh, There are several that are all-age events drag performances. All ages. Wow. Why? What is the yeah, deal? I, I don't even know how that's possible. What's it's like <laughs> just I the, the whole idea of the drag show is it's not for kids. I'm just curious of why uh everything now is drag. That's what's so bizarre to me. When it wasn't like that a long time ago. Well, because the gays got what they wanted and now they're all at home with their kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know. The only thing you have left are the drug addict fucking drag queens. So, again, locally, check out what's going on around you. Everything is drag show. It's dudes dressed in drag doing these performances. Several of them are uh, all-age family events. This never was a thing. I swear. I'm even going to say two years ago, I don't remember this being a thing. This is a new normal. For sure. This is post-COVID. Yes, this is a new normal, man. And it's, it's a disturbing one. Well, I think it very- definitely has to do with them. Dude, they are really pushing. It, it used to be a very small group on the left, but the group is growing. They're really pushing for the, uh, to change the whole pedophile thing. To now you're just, it's just a sexuality. You're just, you're just attracted to young people. Yeah, I believe it's minor attracted person is what the, uh, isn't that the uh, whole thing? Oh, damn, dude. How do you remember that one, but you can't remember turf? Can you explain Man, turf one, one last time little, on turf? That's a little suspect. That's a little suspect. Am I, was I right about the map? Yeah, dude. Three years, map? you didn't get a single acronym right. Now, fucking minor attractive persons. Woo! Well, Mike, when something rings home and true to me, I, uh. <laughs> I, I can tell. <laughs> Sounds like you've been describing yourself as that for a couple of years. Now. <laughs> you've had to explain that to a lot of people, huh? 
Yeah, well, you got to come up with creative new acronyms to, uh, you know, just, you, know, you don't want people to find out what you're really into, right? <laughs> oh, I'm not man. a pedophile. I'm just attracted to the kids. All right. So uh, here, I think I finally found one. Okay, yeah, this is the one that bothered me the most. All right. If you, if you swing down on Thursday, June 15th, you could uh, head over to the uh, Grant Humphreys Mansion on Pennsylvania Street and uh, enjoy uh, some queeridescence, a prismatic masquerade. And this is a uh, family-friendly and alcohol-free pride celebration presented by History Colorado. Attendees of all ages are welcome to walk, pose, dance, snack, craft, draw, write, play, and enjoy a night of queer self-expression in a sober setting. Aspiring drag performers have the chance to walk the runway in three different categories. Polychromatic, a multicolored look. Monochromatic, all one color, or sparkles. So start rustling <laughs> through those costume boxes. <laughs> this is real shit, people. This is going on this in Colorado. Folks, do not take your fucking this. Like, I, I love how it's like, I love how it's like, all right, we got middle-aged men. We're going to parade around as women, and then they're going to take your kids, dress them up, run them on the runway. They're going to really sexualize your kids at this event. Oh, but don't worry. There's no alcohol. This yeah, is this is an alcohol-free it's event. It's a sober event, people. We're not animals. <laughs> Look, folks, if you really want to party, though, <laughs> head over to the Perplexiplex at Meow Wolf on First Street, Thursday, June 15th, or Friday night. You could go uh, hang out and enjoy We Are Here, the drag guide to, par- to pride. Everything is fucking drag. It's insane. <laughs> Here, the third Meow Wolf production, brought to you by... Mm. House of Lahore, we are here. The Drag Guide to Pride presents Pride newbies and veterans alike with a comprehensive survival guide to Pride celebrations showcasing performances from Jessica Lahore, Talia Tucker Lahore, that's my favorite one, Foxy Cox Lahore, Lulu All Night, Zamora May, Ryan Stone, Portia how, DeMarco Douglas. Uh, how big is the fan base for this? Like, <laughs> I'm starting to think like you all, like all these shows, it's just going to be the same people in the audience and performing. Yes, exactly. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. So, uh, look, uh, and if you want to do something uh, a little more laid back, you could do Storybook Kiki Ball presented by House of Flora. Uh, <laughs> Who, who's, pay- who's paying to set all this up? Who's I, paying for this? I guarantee this is. Personally funded out of the pocket of Jared Polis. Nobody yeah, it's got to be Jared, your money, dude. I blame I all of this on Jared Polis and uh, nobody this is taxpayer else. taxpayer money. Uh, <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't waste this much money if it's yours. This has to be taxpayer money going yeah, into Yeah, this is the problem. That, like, here's my issue is they, they're not fixing the roads. They're supplying money for uh, this kind of bullshit. Oh, this is what uh, I was big on is the Denver Dyke March and Rally. This is the 15th year. Uh it's a local organization that fights for the LGBTQ plus equality year round. The group will gather in the parking lot. See, I know, I know the writers are on strike. <laughs> Come on, people! Do dikes on bikes. You should be riding bikes. Yes, it's just a name. Dude. It's very, you know what it's I right mean. Dikes there. on bikes. Dykes Come on, on bikes. how hard is this? Oh uh, well, the procession uh, finishes at the west <laughs> steps of the Capitol building around one thirty, where there will be speeches from featured community members, including Coulter Armstrong, a 
trans masculine queer youth counselor here in Denver. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that is. What does that mean? I don't know. I have no idea. I have no clue what, <laughs> what this is. What the fuck is a transmasculine, dude? You just made that shit up. You just made that up. That's I don't not know. real. I don't know how to put those this, words this together. This is you getting back at me for the turf. You, you just made some shit up. Wait, where are the turfs at the Dykes on Bikes parade, though? No turfs. Not one turf, man. Uh, they're not invited, dude. <laughs> Oh man! So uh, if if that's... <laughs> you can't have turfs and drag queens in the same room, Frank, folks, there's going to be trouble. But please do not forget to skip the Denver Pride Fest Saturday, June fourth, and Sunday, June twenty fifth, at the Civic Center Park over on West Fourteenth. Uh, <laughs> usually brings a crowd of more than half a million participants. Fest includes uh, over thirty food and beverage vendors. Uh, there on the center stage lineup, it includes three exciting headliners, uh, New Orleans Queen of Bounce, Big Fridia, and, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15 stars, Marcia, 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 and Selena Estides. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but don't skip out, but do not skip out on the absolute dance world stage and the Latin stage either, (laughs) which will have dazzling headliners. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> folks we have a hell of a month and you can hit the denver pride 5k after all that if you hadn't partied uh too hard uh of course you have the uh, coors light denver pride parade at 9 30 a.m on sunday over at cheeseman they're Park. doing a uh 5k they're doing a 5k uh, <laughs> that's right uh, i don't know who's gonna win each category but i can guarantee they're all gonna have dicks <laughs> Good thing they sell the they got that new line of uh, summer tuckwear over at Target. Everybody be sure to hit that up before you come down to Denver for the summer. <laughs> My god. Well, that's what's going on this month. This is, this is, I, I can't believe you guys have enough people to fill these <laughs> events. There's really going to be that many people going to watch all of these events. How much drag queen can you watch? I know. You know? Why the is it fat a- man dressed as woman walking up and down and I like who is really that into it that I need a whole month of it? You know what I noticed though? There's no like speeches or anything commemorating like uh, the struggles and the fights of gay men in the 1980s or survivors of AIDS or <laughs> oh, what? Oh fuck those! <laughs> 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 We're celebrating Pride, Frank. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? No, we're not gonna deal with that. We're not gonna talk about those people or have any of those people speak up. No, we don't. We don't do. Uh, the problem is, if you start anymore. talking about that, you might start talking. You might have to talk about Anthony Fauci experimenting on. <laughs> oh man, well, folks, it's it's still early. <laughs> My hierarchy is: I love killing grandma. <laughs> if I could kill grandma, that's my number one. Then it's puppies. And if there's nothing else in the room, I'll kill a faggot too. It's okay. It's okay. It'll satisfy me. <laughs> well, if you want to continue to be satisfied, folks, stick around for the next hour. It's a doozy. We still have so much more to talk about, but believe it or not, we have hit that point in time. It is true. There's no doubt about it. This is the fastest hour in the universe. Ooh. And you know, we're going gay for the break. Baby. <laughs> I gotta stop right there, because this came up in the notes. 
This guy didn't come out as gay until 2011. <laughs> like we knew he was gay when the song came out. Worst kept secret of the 2000s. <laughs>